Even the mic? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I checked. What else would you want me to check? The screen, innit? Yeah, I did that one and this before he left. He's gone to the gym. Are you guys sure he should zoom in a bit more? Let me okay, I know how to zoom. Do you not think like it's like you can see my whole seat? Yeah, thank you. Okay. What are you looking at then? She just wanted to see how I Oh, okay. I wanted to see like, so you wanted to change it. Didn't it? She knows because normally, Max, when you take that long for something, that means you're about to come in. Okay. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm Matosi. Hi, everyone. It's Maxi. Hi, everybody. It's Gracie Brackery, and we're the Milf and Honey Podcast. Shit, I need lip gloss. It's a bit pink, so just like, do you know what I mean? But your lips look glossy. Let's see. This girl is putting on lip gloss. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone? Yeah, good. I'm you? good. What you guys been getting up to? <laughs> you know what? I can't <laughs> answer the question because you're good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What did you get up to yesterday? Um, I went for a birthday dinner. Okay. Um, where'd you go? I went to some place called Ginzu. Or no, Jinzu. Is it Japanese? Jinza. Is it nice? We went Jinza. It was all right. What was what's the Japanese? Is it Jinz? G I N Z Z A. No, Z I. No, Z is because I just remember it as Gina with a Z in the middle. Okay. Yeah. It's Jinza. Let me see. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Ginza, Jinza, whatever. Food, yeah. good. I like the food. Yeah, it was really nice. Okay, I love yeah. it. I love Japanese. What's your favorite cuisine? Ooh, African. I love Thai. Mm. I, I like Japanese. I don't know the difference. What's Novi? That Novi is Thai. It's Thai. Japanese. Oh, Japanese. Asian. Girl, bye. No, it is Asian. Because there's, isn't there, there's, um, there's one, is an Italian side and an Asian yeah, side. Yeah, so the Asian side is what? Japanese. I think it's Jap- Japanese. So why the hell did you say Asian if you're still going to. No, because I wasn't going to. <laughs> I wasn't going because to. But then she now wants to break it down. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I, think, I love. But there is there's sushi, so maybe it's Japanese. Okay, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, well, that's my favorite restaurant. Yeah, I love Novikov. That's one of my. I favorite feel like Novikov is literally yeah. up there for 100%. because I just feel like all those restaurants that I like to do genge, they just. But I can't like even though everyone's hating on this place right now, I oh. do love Array's food. I do. I've never been, oh. but I did. I did hear that the, the food the is shisha's too strong. That it's just I heard it's just a bit over hyped. No, 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 I no. Think, you need to eat this. I think what it is is what, for such eat? a 
Serbian. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They well, I've had it's a mix. Of I've everything. had sea bass. I've had lamb chops. Then I've had chicken, and it was all ten out of ten. Okay. I think for what it is, it's actually meant to be a chilled place. Yeah. Like they put so much effort into it, so I think it's sometimes now not people a chilled place. Misread it as somewhere else that's yeah. a bit up end, yeah. but it's not. It's just a chilled place that you go to for shisha. Yeah, it's just chilled you vibes. Go to the other side of it. You can't compare it to it's another club oh. or number five. Okay. You know how number five has the shisha place, okay? And then they have like the restaurant. Area. Right. What's yeah. number five? It's someplace number in five. North London. You know that one? There's a picture that everyone has with, with the, the mirror. Lights. The, the lights like mirrors the behind and lights. Like, okay, yeah. you've seen it. You probably I'll have. Yeah. Um, you like that restaurant, isn't it? I've only been there once. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it was alright. I went for a birthday. It was nice. It was alright. Yeah, I found it. It's alright. What else is there that I like to eat? That's it. Though. I don't really have places. Do you know there. what? I did. I can't lie. I did like. That Sammy Suka, whatever this is called, Samurai Super San. There you go. <laughs> the new Tigwa, that Tigwa one. Yeah. Was she it said, good? She says, Sammy she Suka. said, Hold Sammy on, what Suka. did you say? Super San. Okay, okay. Where did well, you get Sammy from? Why did I get Tigwa? Where's no, that from? It's, it's called Sam Oh, okay, Twigger. No, wait, okay. forget that. Where did you get Sammy from? Bruv, I knew it was S. What? I thought it was sugar. <laughs> I knew it was S, some samurai thing. Samurai. That was nice. The food there was good. I didn't yeah. like the food. There. I like the food. Is it? The... No, I like that. I like that. So I don't like the set menu process. I prefer just ordering my own stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm. I always like a la carte, but mm-hmm. I, I, the food that came was cool it was, yeah. and it, the portions were cool as well. Yeah, for all of us. Yeah. But then Did I like it at all. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Sumo San. So, so uh, do you know what? Food. It's not memorable for me. Mm, I, can, I can understand like, that. I don't remember what I even ordered. So where would you say is somewhere that is memorable? Novikov. I know what I've ordered every single time. For me, in our outings, that has been my best day. Yeah, 100%. The food. The food food is Novikov. It's just all the time. (laughs) Like, everything's just nice. What do you put in that place? Drinks are nice. Yeah. Like, everything's okay. I really, really like like Novi. And then after that, it has to be Hakkasan, but it's only for just three certain dishes. Yeah. I like the duck salad. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The duck salad with the egg fried rice together. Amazing. And then their beef um, ribs. I've never actually been to Hakkasan, but three... Oli always gets it as a takeaway. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah, are the okay. three places, the three things I like from them. I like there's like a prawn curry, like an almond kind of curry thing. That was quite nice. And I don't know, I just like the duck salad. Yeah, I haven't tasted there's duck salad. that duck salad because I've been so many places to have a duck salad. I, mean, duck I don't not even eat salad. The but there's same. a duck and watermelon, watermelon salad that is in... Um, Gilgamesh in Camden. I think, I'm not sure if it's, whether it's still there, but that was a really good duck salad and watermelon salad. Mm. Yeah, 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 it was really good. Yeah, that's nice. What do you know you? where I want to go to that I haven't been in a while? Yeah. Duck and Waffle. Okay. I haven't yeah. actually been there. How old am I? Haven't been oh, there. We're booking a date. Can we yeah, not go to that? Oh, we might oh, be able to. Yeah, after. Yeah, we might be able to. Yeah. If I can get okay, a booking for yeah. after we finish. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yellow. But yeah, I haven't been duck and waffle in ages. I like I like a duck and waffle. What I do like from there, which is really weird, is the dates wrapped in bacon. Ew. I have a very random date. Yeah. See, I don't like dates. I don't either. I've never I don't like dates. It, but I, I don't, don't like raisins. Taste... I don't like none of yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like anything yeah. that is dry yeah. and yeah. prunes. Oh, I love prunes. I swear. Ew. Or like Listen. cranberry. No, I can eat cranberry. I can, I can, have, dry I can have them drink cranberry. Can I can't. Drink, yeah, I can't eat no dry no, food. Don't come near me. Dried mangoes. Don't no. come near me with dry fruit. <sighs> I love dried fruit. <laughs> no. I when I like was it. doing fake dieting, not knowing. Was that, that like? Your, did you have that as your sweet? But the sugar. You're not dieting. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, like, super when I was high. not educated in trying to lose weight, those were the things I used to go to, and I saw the weight wasn't going. Yeah. And I checked the back, and I realized. I love prunes. I love mango, dried mangoes. 
I love like banana, um, dried bananas, Ew. raisins, and I don't like bananas. It's so funny. That is disgusting. So like when anything I make, banana, I don't like apart from the actual fruit. I hate banana. I hate banana flavored things except for dried banana. Yeah, I don't like banana flavored things. So like either. when I make, um, oh, the only time I can use banana is if I'm doing, I'm being extreme on my diet and I want sweet sweetness in my porridge. Oh, so I mash it and then. Can you? Okay, so let's, let's move on now, please. <laughs> But it's the same consistency. No, it's not. It's not. It is. It's the same thing. It's not. Yeah, but then it tastes of banana. No, it doesn't. It just tastes sweet. No, No, it tastes of banana. Okay. What did you get up to yesterday? Uh, What did I do yesterday? I I didn't do much yesterday. You bought fish. You bought sea brim. What was it you was buying? Oh, I bought fish chips. Oh, was that... Was that what you're going to say? It was like the fish monger. No, 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 no. I bought fish and chips. Do you know what? Yesterday, I just felt like, and because I hadn't eaten all day, so I thought, okay, I need to get my calories in or whatever. And that was the only thing I had that that day. So I thought, why not? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no. I definitely felt like a fish and chip day. When was the last time you guys, do you like it? I love fish and chips though. Yeah, I like fish and chips. I like, I, I, like, like I like sausage and butter. Yeah, I just Is like it? that. Is it? Oh, love no, it. I love fish and chips. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, yeah okay. All right. So, <laughs> um, talking about food this, for the first 20 minutes. You know this, this episode is um, requested by. No, this this is a special episode yeah. um, dedicated to mental we- health awareness. Are we doing mental is health? It? Yeah. Is it not? I thought we're doing, doing the dilemma. The yeah, is it not to do mental health? No, it's not. That's mental health. No, it's not. This is the second time we've agreed on doing something and you've got it wrong Okay, so when's the mental health? So I'm confused now. Oh yeah, have your 15 minutes. Okay, this special episode is... Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say now But yeah okay. Part of this episode We are going to touch lightly On mental health Yeah as it's May we, as, it's month, yeah. as it's the month of May Which is mental, mental health, health awareness mm-hmm. What happened to your voice I, I don't know <laughs> yeah, I was getting really pissed off And that No don't get pissed off Because I was starting you know, Don't get pissed off And then you guys <laughs> Developed me And I'm just As it's the month of May <laughs> Why are you getting pissed off? Because you're talking the just, Queen's English. She was like, no, as it's the month no. of May. <laughs> Mental health the way. I was just like, okay. Who's that? That's not our maca. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, it's mental health. <laughs> yeah, look, let's no, do the dilemma. I going to do that. Let's yeah. do the dilemma. No, 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 no. We'll do that one later. Yeah, we'll Start we'll the mental health. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what about it? No, you look, look, no, look, look. Look, what about it? Do you know what? There's Where do you want to go? Take us there. Yeah, we'll follow you. Can you see I'm the leader? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm the leader, guys. You can't <laughs> I know. <laughs> Those lashes. I know. Um, but mental health awareness, I don't know what I feel like with women, one thing that is very important for me in terms of mental health, though, mm-hmm. is postpartum. Mm. Um, how I felt after <laughs> how you guys are like, oh, okay, she picked something that's it. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, okay, so you that's where you're thinking it. <laughs> um, I would say that's very much important to me personally. I go through obviously phases of like depression in my mm. normal day to day and stuff like that. Uh, no, not like depression like that. I mean, like, I get my down days, and you know, people highlight like okay. anxiety and depression. Okay. And stuff this like is the way she But one thing that I think really, really played on my mental health, where mm-hmm. I literally was at, where I thought I was going to lose it, was mm-hmm. after I gave birth. Mm. I felt like a lot of my feelings were downplayed. 
um, by people around mm-hmm. me and like things that I was going through, if I spoke about it, is that like, even as I said it, I felt stupid. Yeah. Uh, in terms of certain things. And um, it was my mum, funny enough, that I remember one day I was literally talking to myself. Like I was rambling to myself. And my mum was like, just go. Like, leave the baby with me mm. and just go out and do whatever you want to do. And I literally walked around in Tesco for three hours wow. doing absolutely nothing. Walking aisle to aisle. And that was my, like, stress relief. And I was just like, okay, I can breathe. Like, crazy. it's actually crazy what it actually does to you in terms of when you give birth and there's single parenthood at that, I have no one to give my child mm-hmm. to. And you know Nigerian parents, she wants milk, yeah, she wants she breast, wants this. she she's wants hungry. this, she's, she's hungry. Yeah. Have you changed your nappy? Da, 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 da. Or maybe lift her head up like that. Do that. Mm. that. It was just so much for me. And yeah. with my um my her dad, there was something he was going through at the time that was like very, very serious. And like they all kept it for me because I just gave birth. But then I found out and it's like I was just like Was it health related? Yeah, it was okay. his health. Like I can say it, he was in a coma. He got into a really, really bad car crash. Wow. My sister was like, I was not expecting no. that. <laughs> Obviously, I knew it. So. I was not expecting that. <laughs> you know, actually did this. You know, like, like, you know, in the cars, you know those he- big head things that... that yeah, the yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, okay. yeah, he was in a coma. And obviously, oh, wow. they didn't tell me and stuff like that. And then, yeah, my mental health was absolutely messed up during those times and it is literally the grace of god that i came mm. to my like my senses and obviously support for my family and stuff but i think that's one thing that i think there needs to be extra awareness on in terms of that postpartum depression is extremely mm. extremely real mm-hmm. and it really really and it doesn't necessarily mean you break down or it necessarily doesn't necessarily mean you can't be a mom at the same mm-hmm. time like you probably still can do all your activities it's not like i never fed my baby but I felt myself deteriorating inside and I was still getting on with stuff. And even I went back to work after three months of having my child and it was like, all of that, I didn't realise how much it played on me. I think it was when I now moved back to my flat and I was just like, no, nah, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I was so sad and it was like, okay, I needed to just take a breather and start making changes mm. and it is literally the grace of god because sometimes you do need help and stuff like that but um yeah that's one thing i would say we need an awareness wow. on yeah definitely i didn't go through like the postpartum thing but i did i feel like i did suffer from baby blues what's that I, I think it's like a it's just like a little phase that you're just down like after you give birth but it's not Postpartum. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't actually. Post- Why let me say no <laughs> because there's baby blues and then there's postpartum depression. But baby blues, I feel like, as I said, it's a short period. I think depression is a longer period, which makes it okay. Let me let me let me just Google it and see. Um, difference between baby blues and postnatal depression. We. <clears throat> There's anything I hate that she eats is that thing. Really? I hate it. I love it. Okay. Um, the baby blues and postpartum depression are two such instances. And while the two are often confused, they have some pretty huge differences. Understanding the difference. Okay, da, 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 how are they? Okay, baby blues um are caused by hormone changes after birth, namely the dram- name, namely the dramatic drop in 
Why did I say namely? Okay. The dramatic drop in estrogen levels. Estrogen is one of the most important hormones during pregnancy, playing a key role in growth of your uterus, the development of the baby, ultimately preparing you for the challenges of giving birth. It's also responsible for the production of neurotransmitters such as serotonin that boosts your mood and contributes to a feeling of so happiness. So you were just down. Okay. That's what I said. Yeah, I feel like I was just down. Mm. Um, and then there's postpartum depression. So about 80% of mums experience temporary dips in moods, which is um, baby blues. Whilst baby blues are certainly no walk in the park, symptoms are usually manageable. Um, postpartum depression, on the other hand, typically begins in the first few weeks after you give birth. However, it can begin up to six weeks months later um last anything between two months and a year okay um like the baby blues postpartum depression is caused by hormonal changes however it is much more serious condition and requires medical treatment okay yeah so i feel like i did i had like a baby blue kind of situation because i remember and i and i i feel like i suffered from a bit of anxiety as well okay so with ezra i remember maybe it was like the next day or the day after i was in the hospital because i went up Okay, whenever I get pregnant or go into labor, my labors are really hard. Why? I don't, there's something always wrong with my, my placenta. Okay. So, okay. Tia, I had a placenta, <clears throat> a retained placenta. Because, you know, after you give birth, your placenta comes out. It's meant to come out whole. I didn't feel it, feel it you know. Yeah, maybe. That was yeah, too, there was too many gone. things going on. But mine was coming out in bits. Mm, yeah, so, so I, had, I literally had to go to, to the hospital, um, straight into theater. Yeah. Well, after you give birth Because you know if, if you get some If there's any type of placenta Left in you it's, It could actually Like you could die And get infected Yeah So that's why They have to When it comes out They examine it To make sure that Everything is there mm-hmm. Mine was coming out in bits So I literally had to get Rushed to the hospital I mean Rushed to the hospital um, Straight into theatre And exactly. then with Ezra's one I had a placenta abruption Where it was Peeling away from my uterus Early Yeah So I was bleeding But I didn't realize I was bleeding during my labor. I just thought it was my waters breaking. Yeah, because every contraction, a lot of blood. Every contraction, I could just feel something was coming out. I was like, I'm wetting myself. I just thought I was wetting myself. The nurse is coming in, talking to me. Oh, my um, my my fabric conditioner is really strong for the baby. Baby's not here. Telling me (laughs) and telling me, yeah, talking to me about the the tea bags being. Not natural and all of this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm actually bleeding, but no one's clocked. Yeah. Thank God for my husband and my sister-in-law. As I said, I was just going on my my um, contractions were going. And I was like, yeah, I'm weeing again. And then I think, I can't remember if it was my sister-in-law or my husband. They checked. It's just pool of blood. Literally. It was just blood. So they went to call the nurse. Um, at that moment, I don't even know what I'll do. Yeah, but if I was your birthday yeah. partner, at that moment, you'd have died. But the, <laughs> not died but like the, that, yeah, but I, mean, like, I would have scared you to but death. The thing, yeah, but the thing is, she didn't alert. She obviously See, she didn't alert, alert me. She didn't. She was just, she went to go get the nurse. This nurse that was just yapping. This nurse was in and out of my room like 10, 10 times, you know. And the thing is, when, you're, when I'm in labour, yeah, cool, I think I'm wetting myself. As a nurse, you should have checked. 100%. It, I could have been my waters. Like, even if it's my yeah, waters, you, you need to anytime. check yeah. to see what liquid's coming out. Mm-hmm. She didn't check once. So then she's checked. And then her face was like, she went to go get the doctor. It was like, within one minute, I was rushed. Because obviously, if I'm losing blood, Ezra's losing oxygen. Losing oxygen. He's like, his pressure, blood, like everything was just declining. So anyway, um... After all of that, I had an emergency C-section. 
due to that abruption. And then, yeah, the next day, my mum got there. No, my mum was there, but she she went home, came back, because I had to do a blood transfusion as well. I always mm-hmm. had blood transfusions. Um, and she got there in the morning, and I just started crying. And the nurse was, the nurse looked at me, she's like, she's like, are you okay? And I was, I don't know. And I didn't know why I was crying. I genuinely didn't know. And I'm not a crier. Mm-hmm. So my husband's looking at me like, what's going on there? <laughs> my mum's looking at me. She's like, nobody knew what to do because I was just crying. And I did, and they were just like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know what's wrong. But um, my mum was like, my mum stayed. She was meant to go to work, but she's like, okay, let me stay. And then I think Ollie was just tired. Like he, bless him, like he was just proper tired. So he just kind of fell asleep on the couch. But that day, I didn't, I don't even remember feeding Ezra. I think they had to get the, but I think I slept literally for like the whole day. I do not even remember getting up to feed him once. Like, <clears> I, <throat> I think they got, they got him a bottle, whatever. They just kind of, my mom just had him for the whole day. And I just sometimes was like, oh, thank God for my mom, boy, because mm-hmm. I just don't even, as like single mothers, especially yeah. like, imagine you've got twins and you've had a cesarean. You can't move. <laughs> you don't have help. Mm-hmm. Some of the nurses, Bless them. Some of them are really good, mm-hmm. and some of them aren't, and they don't really care about you. No, but and some of them they don't really care about That's you true. like that because it's only your family that Ooh. really. Do you know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. a lot of like single parents, especially like when you've got twins and stuff, I'm just like, how do you do it? Like Mate, seriously. And then my anxiety came every time in the in the evening because Ezra suffered from reflux mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't know, maybe his lungs wasn't fully developed because he came actually it should have been because he was a 37 weeks mm-hmm. but I noticed that whenever I put him down like I make sure I burped him whatever I never put him down like he'll be trying to sleep and then milk would just come out through his nose yeah it's, it was actually really That's scary the, scary, first, scary, the first time I saw it I was like what is I it? would have yeah like, and it always, drama queen. no it always used to happen and his nose is always stuffed because obviously like mm-hmm. the milk mm-hmm. it the was always stu- yeah and then I, I, I remembered as well like I'll be changing him and I'll put like, you know, you've got the nappy straps. Mm-hmm. I'll do that and he'll just, the milk will just come out of his mouth. Like, I don't know. I was just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but at night, like when it hit like 11, I used to, used to look at the time like, oh my gosh, it's going to be sleep time. He's going to want to sleep and I'm going to be watching him. Like my anxiety, especially at night when was really, yeah. So I just wasn't even sleeping well. It just wasn't really a good time until I kind of, obviously I got into like the PJ what they're called pediatrics or whatever mm-hmm. and they kind of sorted them out but that was my really anxiety moment what about you grace um what with childbirth um did you suffer from it from like for, for roman yeah mm. um for, no for both of them i'll say yeah i even think my last one was worse actually with roman it was more anxiety because obviously he wasn't breathing when he was born he had to go into um icu yeah yeah for the whole week he couldn't breathe on his own and stuff like that so is he early no okay um my water broke (laughs) such an easy my water broke and i went into the hospital and they said oh i'm not dilating Mm -hmm. so they said i should go home so i went to go and do my nails Mm -hmm. get my hair done all that then that night i just kept like i was in pain my mom was like is this contractions or are you going into labor i said i don't know so the next morning she came and i was still in pain so she was like just go to the hospital went to the hospital now um I'm saying to them, like, I'm having pains. I believe this is contractions. I'm timing it and I'm just clicking my fingers. No one's taking me seriously. And then the lady, you know, when you're obviously going for the pain, you're irritated mm-hmm. anyway. So I was like to the lady, like, this hurts and everything. So they gave me gas and air. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So obviously that gas. Have you had it before? I had gas in there with both. Have you? Had it? I, I told, it I'm sick. sure I told you guys about my story, my gas in there. I'll tell you afterwards. It made me sick, so I couldn't. <laughs> I, I'll tell you my story. Listen. Okay, so there's this thing that happens to me when I'm in air. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> when you're in air, when or I'm you're high. No, 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 no. When I'm in air, like, when I'm in the plane. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I'm on the plane and I'm in air, if I'm on a long flight, it's like I lose consciousness. Mm-hmm. So like I can't hold my head. Like what? Yeah, it's really, it's really scary. Like what is it though? I, have you have you been to I the doctor? I don't about know that? what it is, but if I do a flight that's over six hours, there's a high chance it's gonna you happen. You lose consciousness. It's like I can't hold my head. Like I, I can't explain it. But they have to give me loads of sugar and then I'm Are okay. you anemic? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, it was because you know when you go take a flight and you're anemic, you know your blood count goes okay, like, so maybe your that's hemoglobin's right. down. Okay. All so right. anyway. It's something that's how I felt with that gas in there. So I'm there breathing it in, and then I'm doing this, and then everyone's looking at me like, "What's wrong with her?" And I said to the lady, "Can you please check what's going on?" She's like, "Nah, I'm not checking it. I check it later." Then she puts her finger in, and all the water gushes. I said, "Good for you, fucking bitch." <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> Hold on a second. You said Grace. that. <laughs> and you know, I don't. I don't swear. I'm not. But you're just so like. I was just so fucking. And what did she say? She, she was like, "I think you don't need the gas." In Listen, and you know what it was? I was also annoyed because my sister and my partner at the time had decided that they were hungry. Yeah, I think you told me they were to go get that, food. And that pissed me off. Like, I'm going through pain right now. But there's talk- nothing they can do. Okay. <laughs> if I had my way that day, I'd have looked. Wow, the- you're sick. You've had. had- <laughs> Did I not buy you a whole packet? Tell me I'm yeah, a you. Yours is like a different flavor. You know when you're examining it, like, oh, what's this one? That's right, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me see. Let me stop you. It's a good but you one. got bear in the bag. You know, is it kids. sour? It's my kids. No, I don't think it's sour. Is it tropical? Can you see what these got? These it's a tropical are, one, it just says it? blue raz. Nah, it's all right. Oh, look. <laughs> Uh, you know, yes. guys, they okay. are talking about what's the stupid thing called? Jawbreakers. Jawbreakers. Okay, go. So, anyway, so we've gone through all of that. I've calmed down and everything. And they were just like, oh, the baby's heart rate. Okay, let's check it. It's fine. Da, 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 da. They're like, okay, we're going to prepare you, like, get you ready because your water and everything. I was like, cool. That's how they bought cannula. I said, why am I getting okay, yeah. another cannula? She was like, right, we're getting you ready for labor. I said, oh, I never knew that you needed cannulas for labor. And they're like, no, you're having a C-section. I said, huh? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, wait, has no one come to tell you? I said, Stop no, it. no one's come to tell me anything. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Hold on. That's how one came and said, yeah, you have to have, you know, da 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 I said, okay, cool. I don't even remember what they said. Once I saw that cannula, everything was just coming. <laughs> I saw the cannula, though. Yeah, cannula but... Cannulas is nothing for me. One is normal. They put it in both hands. Okay. And that's when I started getting scared. Mm-hmm. So then they take me in. Well, now, now that I've had another child, I realized how worried they were with the first mm-hmm. one. There was like nine people in the room. One person was cleaning me, the other person. But you know what I give them, yeah, is they were so calm. Mm-hmm. I didn't I know there was an issue until after I had Roman. Mm-hmm. So they put me to sleep. So they couldn't, they said no one could be in there. But they made it seem like it was normal, that I shouldn't worry. Then I remember I woke up and I screamed, where's my baby? Because I couldn't see him. Mm-hmm. I did not see him on the first day. I was so scared. I was like, where's my baby? And you know, the thing is like, my stomach was still big. Yeah, yeah. And those are the things they don't tell a new mum. Oh, yeah, mom. yeah, yeah. Stomach does not they go down. They don't tell you as a new mum that <laughs> yeah, your stomach your does stomach not go down. go back to mm-hmm. normal. So I thought maybe he was still in there. So I was just thinking, why is my stomach soft? Like, what's wrong with him? I was so scared. And then the whole process of trying to get him better. 
And there was this, this this woman, she was like, you know what? He can't breathe on his own yet. I think I went down by the second day. And then, like, even the picture they took of him, he was swollen. Wow. Yeah. So, like, when they weighed him and then weighed him again, the, the measurements were, the weight was just mad different. So when they, when I went to go and see him and everything, I was really scared and all of that stuff. And the lady was like, I know you're tired, but if you can squeeze out the first part mm-hmm. of your, your milk. milk the left. Clover, whatever it's yeah. called, yeah. They're like, we. I promise you, it will make a difference. Me, my nipples were sore. They were like, they just want one. Oh, more. I gave them four. I squeeze yeah. and squeeze mm-hmm. and squeeze. And by the time they gave him the first one, he was breathing why by himself. He, why couldn't they put him on? But he wasn't able to breathe on his own. So he oh, was yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. sorry. So when he now came back home, I feel like that's when everything went funny for me. Okay. So I wouldn't want people to touch him. Mm. I wouldn't want like just little weird things is what I like. People would come and see me, and I, in my head I'll be like, I don't want you guys here. Mm. Do you know what I, mean? I wanted them to go, and I looked forward to when he, my he would like their dad would go home, mm-hmm. go to work. Mm-hmm. I liked it when it was just me and mm. me and Roman because mm. I felt like. I would never let anything happen to you mm-hmm. so I can trust myself. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed I became very attached to Roman. Mm-hmm. And I even think till now, it's not that I have a favorite child, but there's a the part of me is... that feels no, because if I say anyone else is really attached, Jesse, Jesse doesn't that leave mean me alone. you. Is yeah. it because that like, you nearly lost him? Is yeah, that... I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. And I'm just really more sensitive with him. Like if if Jesse and Roman fall down, I'll probably ask Roman. <laughs> <laughs> because I know Jesse That one is that okay fine. That one is fine But Roman's <clears throat> a lot more sensitive And stuff So like I'm just a bit A bit concerned But when it came to Proper depression I had that with Jesse mm. And that was after I gave birth Because my marriage Was already breaking down mm. So I don't know if it was I felt like This sounds mad But I felt like Having Jesse Wasn't the right idea Okay. If I can, do you know that what I mean? Made, that people yes. come and attack me, but no, that at that sense. moment in time, I just felt like having him wasn't the right decision. Mm-hmm. Like it was mad. Even while I was pregnant, I was just thinking, should I have this? Like, because I knew what was going on in my home, mm-hmm. and before I'd gotten pregnant, I was already considering leaving, and it was like having this pregnancy is what kept me mm-hmm. there. Because I remember I was on the phone call to it was you and. Tara, I think we were mm-hmm. on the phone, and I was like, "I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I don't know if I want to have another baby. I don't know. If, I feel like I just, I just don't know what to do. I feel like I want to leave, but I was just like, you know what? Let me just try. Maybe this baby, because it was he, Jesse wasn't planned anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking maybe this was God doing something for a reason or whatever. So let's just see what happens and then go from there. And then when I had him, I just literally went downhill, literally because I left. The marriage, I think he was four months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jesse was like four months. No, 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 no. He was six months. And literally, I just... I, You, you know what it is? I'll, I can sit in my room in the dark and I'll just be crying. Mm. I'll, I'll just be crying because I'll just be like, I'm a single mom. Like, look at my life. Mm. Like, how did I get here from... 16 to 25 or 20 no 27 and now I'm a single mom I just mm. felt like my my whole life had just done a fast forward yeah and now I'm at the end and I can't even understand how it got to the end and I was just <clears throat> you know like all those pictures you look at and you're saying that 
I was so big. Like, I was so stressed. I was so, my skin was so bad. Like, I was just so, I wasn't happy. Mm. And the problem was, I just always used to pretend that I was happy. Yeah. So, like, people will come over, I'll be smiling, not knowing that I've just gone to the bathroom to cry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, when I look at how I am now, when I tell you guys I'm not happy, and compared to when I wasn't happy, sometimes I just have to tell myself, like, relax, because, mm. like, it's like there was a dark cloud in my house. Not even over me, in my house. Like, as soon as I entered there, you know how I tell you that, you know when we get in trouble sometimes? Yeah. And the house is just hot. hot like, yeah. That's how I felt my house was 24-7. And I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I, I feel like if it wasn't for my sister, my little sister, who, no, my little sister, and I have this auntie called Auntie B. And um, I remember when I told her I was getting a divorce from... Sam and I was leaving and she said to me and I felt that we were going to be so disappointed so I was so scared to tell her but then she turned around to me and said you know what the problem is you didn't get to date multiple people to know what you do and don't like mm-hmm. and even though it's nothing major she said but just knowing she wasn't judging me yeah it's when I started to like okay Relax. you know what I can do this I can actually do this I have to take it day by day I have to take my time but I didn't actually think, okay, I'm going to start crying, so I need to stop talking. I need to stop. I never thought I would be able to come out of it. Like, my friends that know me know that being married, I carried it on my head. Like, it was mm. my thing. Like, And I think it all roots down because, like, obviously my dad, my biological dad wasn't there. Obviously, I have a really good relationship with my stepdad, who's, like, my dad now. But I felt like this was something I got to choose and it failed still. Mm. So even with me having control over it, I still failed at that. Mm. I still made the mistakes at that. I still got it wrong. And it was not only affecting my own personal life, but it was also affecting how other people saw me. It was affecting relationships I had like out of my friends, even with my mom. It it was everything around me was crumbling. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize until when I decided that I needed to leave. Like even little things as my hair was falling out and I just thought I wasn't looking after my hair properly. Like my skin was bad. I could go days, weeks without bathing or weeks without doing anything Mm. at all. I would just about take my kids to the appointments that they had. Like I wasn't, I think that period, I'd, even when I decided to leave him, there was a period I wasn't working either. So it was just like, life was shit. And I didn't think it, I was ever going to come out of it mm. at all. Wow. We thank God. Amen. We do thank God for growth. Mm. Now. Yeah. We're not trying to scare you girls. We're not. We're not trying to scare anybody by the way. I'm just put it out there. <sighs> I'm not trying to scare anybody, but this is this, this life. It's life. It? it doesn't happen to everyone, but it's life. It yeah. does happen to some people. Yeah. So, yeah. Mad. <laughs> Sorry, I need to gather myself. Anything else on mental health? <laughs> oh, because I was just saying that I wanted more awareness on postpartum. You guys didn't really need to say your story, but you did anyway. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. You see this? Yeah. No, but I'm Jekyll saying because the whole point was just to say it, we were talking about mental health. And I said what what I think I needed awareness. more awareness on. What do you guys actually want more awareness on? Teenage mental health. Ooh. I feel like Do you think um, teenagers are dismissed quite a bit? Um 
it's such a frail, it's really like, tech, I, I say teenage, but maybe just young people. Yeah. I so say, I'll yeah. say from the, you see from the age, you see from GCSEs to uni, that, that part. That period, yeah. I feel like. There needs to be more awareness. I think um, especially uni. Because yeah. I feel like yeah. that's a very hard transition for people. Like people look forward to the independence, the the independent learning, yeah. just doing whatever. But, but yeah, but, GCSEs, you still go home. Yeah. That's what, what you still going back to your comfort zone. Sorry. What I was going to say is that why I think uni is so important is because those that are less fortunate is highlighted more in uni mm-hmm. than it is yeah. in school. Mm. Because when you're in school, you're still all having the same routine of going home or doing this, being in these classes. But you're when all you're, in the uniform. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you're like in uni, college, especially uni, you kind of kind of can tell who's going through it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like there needs, you know, you've got, is it ACS? African. Oh yeah, ACS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got those kind of stuff, but I feel like there needs to be like a, a place where people can go. You know, like how there's Frank. Is it Frank? Mm-hmm. Yeah, drugs? something like that. I think there needs to be something like that for people who are going through it and don't really want the friends and family help. Mm-hmm. They just want yeah. an outsider because sometimes it's easier to talk to someone that doesn't know you than to talk to someone that knows you. So I feel like we we need some sort of system that helps people during that period of being in education. Because mm. education is... A, you're going through a lot during your educational life. Yeah. That period, there's so much change that's continuously going on and you have to adapt and take it as it comes or else... I just want it to be normalised for young men to actually talk about mental health because even, like, talking about uni, like, my little brother, um, I don't think he was... De- or I don't know if he was depressed or anything, but he went through a stage at uni... Mm. And then he, like, he really changed. Really? Yeah, like... That became quiet, became in his own just, world. He just wasn't himself. Mad. He, like, he really wasn't... We actually kind of had to have an intervention. Like, it was mad. Like, he just wasn't himself at all. And even in the intervention, you could just see, like, he was angry for some reason. And we were just like, what's wrong? Like, what's, like, what's wrong? And then, like, he would just cry. Like, I just, it was so weird seeing him in that space mm-hmm. but it was only at uni when he got in that space and he was failing exams like obviously because his mind wasn't in the right place but I want it to be normalized for like young because I feel like mental health it is naturally aimed at women I think yeah. um or 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 I think it's women easier. just feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Women are giving more. I feel whilst women break down more, like we didn't yeah, cry like it's in normal and stuff for like us that. to yeah. kind of, but I feel like especially that transition because I was fine at uni, but I'm I'm I don't chat to nobody. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So it was fine for me, but there are some people, yeah, you look forward to the, as I said, to the independence, but there are some people that look forward to it, and then when they get there, they're lost, they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that definitely that transition, that uni phase. I just want like people, especially like the young people in that area, era, whatever, mm-hmm. to know that it's okay to speak out. Like if you need help, if you need counselling, you know, if you need therapy, whatever. I think one thing we shouldn't do is dismiss the fact that there has been progress. Oh, yeah, 100%. I think there's been a lot of progress. Mm. Um, I don't know about unis and stuff. I don't know if there are groups now mm-hmm. and stuff, but people are more open to talking about therapy to talking about their failures and their yeah. downfalls because i feel like they see it, it is a 
It's a silent killer. Apparently, mm. there's a lot of men that kill themselves, like suicide. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy because I never knew about it. I was very blind to it. Yeah. And I never knew about it. And I spoke to one of my friends and he told me, not now, but he was like, oh, last year I kind of felt very Thanks suicidal. Wow. And I was like, you know, the Nigerian in me, I was yeah. like, so you want to kill yourself? <laughs> like, are you saying so, you want to so kill annoying. yourself? Yeah. But then, do you know what? Not that I felt suicidal, but it's the, I want it to just stop. Mm. Like, I just want the, mm-hmm. I just want the thinking to stop. I want the mm-hmm. pain to stop. I want the overthinking to stop. I want the the thoughts, the negative thoughts to just stop. And sometimes the way you you do get to that point is by like killing yourself, God forbid. And I just feel like, Again, it's amazing that there is progress being made there. There are a lot more mentors now that are mentoring young children. And even one guy that I used to talk to, that's like, he used to be a hoodlum back in the Mm. day. Now he probably does coaching and talking to young people and stuff like that. And it's like the way there's awareness now, and even down to even mental health in like gangs and stuff like I know people are going to come for me for this, but you know like pa- what Pastor Toby's doing in terms mm-hmm. of getting people off the streets and stuff. There's a lot of peer pressure mm-hmm. and that affects mental health. And I feel like it's been... It's, I, I feel like what Pastor Toby is, he's playing on that. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. definitely okay. playing on yeah. that. But I'm saying, regardless, I don't know, I I'm, I'm, can never talk about what he's doing inside because I don't know. He's in- but the message know he's, he's portraying is that he's helping the youth get off the street. And if mm-hmm. that's his true intention, then God bless him on that because... It, it, there, there's a lot of peer pressure I remember we were talking about it Like some guys don't even do it Because they need the money Or they need Or they the shit is going on at home It's literally just to fit in mm. It's just like to belong And stuff like that And the feeling <clears throat> of being liked And being accepted In your community Or by people Or even being respected It's, it, it's a mental health thing mm-hmm. Yeah So yeah That's one thing that I will kind of Give it to social media as well Like mm. obviously there's the pressures That social media yeah, brings yeah, you But definitely. the awareness has actually mm-hmm. been on social media yeah. as well mm-hmm. Social media has actually been kind of like a tool To that raise awareness of mental health as well So yeah. oh, Listen We're praying for everybody Last month everybody will be praying for What um, for everybody Did you go through anything during lockdown? My baby was born in lockdown so yeah. that was my worst, the worst time okay. of my life. <laughs> not giving birth to her, obviously, but no, not giving birth yeah. to her. But I'm saying all those feelings were heightened because of mm. that. No, I didn't go through anything in lockdown. I either. think that's when I went through my not having a purpose. Okay, mm. yeah, mm. when I felt like I just was existing. existing yeah. Literally, mm. like I just didn't feel like I had any meaning mm. except for being a mom. Yeah, mm. but even that, I didn't feel like I was fulfilling that duty properly, properly yeah. either. But I feel like lockdown, thank God we survived it, has also, even, I don't know how to explain, you know when you feel like you're at the worst mm-hmm. and it's that worst that makes you come up. Yeah, because it's up. at the bottom that yeah. change will happen. Yeah. 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 The change like, happens. I do yeah. feel like um, lockdown was another. It was quite pivotal for some Ooh. people. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, pivotal. I feel one thing about us human beings, or well, I'll talk for myself, is that Sometimes our, our thought process don't even go down certain channels. Like when we were working from home and people would be like, I don't want to work from home. I'd be like, bro, you want to go back into that office? And then you would have other conversations where people are a bit more open. I'd be like, yeah, 
Working at home is not the best. We only live in a one bedroom house. Yeah, you've got these many people yeah, that work jobs. People so like people they're escaping. Over, yeah. Or like people are going through domestic violence or people are going through mm-hmm. issues in their marriage. Oh, yeah, there was a, ra- there was a mad raise in domestic yeah. violence. Yeah, yeah. In during that period. You know, the funniest thing is. Yeah, and alcoholism as well. Yeah. Yeah, people, yeah. alcohol was people were like, drowning themselves really? in alcohol. When yeah, I it, went through it my went madness, yeah. I was finishing a bottle of Honey Jack Daniels, the one litre, in two days. And That's I was mad. buying and buying and buying. And the thing is, to me, I was drinking it leisurely. You weren't Ooh. broke then, at least. <laughs> Shall I? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> last life. Bro, last life, you had the money to afford it. <laughs> Like, I'll be drinking it and I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's really nice. Like, I'm just enjoying myself. Da, 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 da. But, but when then you, you realize you're dependent on it. Yeah. Mine was gin and tonic. Mm? I wasn't not a drinker, so. Nah, yeah. but like, <laughs> that's a month though now. Now, the alcohol can stay in that my cupboard for. Mm. Don't, I don't really need it. Like, I don't need. Even when I go out and I, I find myself not having to drink as much, mm-hmm. or I don't need it, I can have one glass and. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, there's a drastic change, but during that, non-existent or not feeling like floating Jack, honey jack daniels that was my friend yeah i never i never went through that thank god mm-hmm. i think yeah and i think that's why it's really important like i always keep saying it recently that having a good network of people and sometimes yeah. it doesn't even need to be your friends or your family it could even be your neighbor mm-hmm. it could like we don't need to have a title to the person that we feel safe to speak to yeah as long as you just find the person that mm-hmm. you feel this is someone i can talk to yeah this is someone i can lay my my woos or my my problems on mm. What what would you say are your telltale signs when you're feeling a bit you're going down that that path of not necessarily depression but you know you're starting to feel a bit low yeah um I my my daily routine is scattered mm-hmm. oh really yeah, yeah yeah I can't really do what I'd normally do what, on a, yeah on a normal day. Mm. I'll just be really lazy. Mm. Actually, there was a point actually in the in the um, lockdown in lockdown where I just didn't want to get out of bed. Mm. Yeah, I was sleeping a lot. My friends are like, "Are you okay?" I'm just like, "I'm just tired." Mm. I was just I was just sleeping a lot. I don't know why, mm. but I just I was just in bed a lot. I'd go to sleep at like eight, and you know it's not like me. I'm a I'm a late. Late. Do you, do you sleep? I get messages no, from you at any sleep. time. No, I sleep. sleeping a lot lately. Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> See this girl. You know when you start speaking about sleep, I knew this girl but was can going I say to sleep. What have I said anything wrong? You have been sleeping, bears. Yeah, I've been tired. Why yeah, have you been out? Weekend? Bears. <laughs> loads, loads, everything else. <laughs> like, who says bears? Me. But you know, when you say bears, I actually think of a bear. Yeah, I don't. I think about loads of I bears. I just think of, like, you're a. I just, yeah. You're a what? I was going to say, you're a child, you don't have to say it properly. <laughs> it's like you see bear. Yeah, it's like bear mad. Like, it's yeah, just... that's bear mad, but if you've been sleeping bears. I've been sleeping loads, a lot. No. Yes, I've been sleeping a lot. I've been tired. <laughs> they understand um, me. My anemia, so it's kicking in. Mm-hmm. What, what's your telltale signs? If you have, um, honestly, I th- 
I can't lie to you. It's so shameful, and I, God forgive me. Mm-hmm. But it's literally when I call unto God, when I start mm. feeling I need to talk to Him again. Okay. When things are okay, I hardly speak to God. Mm. I'm just like, God, you're doing a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I start feeling like, oh my God, that's you need to intervene. To that's when I know that things are not going right. When I start mm. thinking like. God, what's going on? Like, is this my life or is this my story? Mm. Like, is this what you have for me? Or like, is there a deeper meaning behind it? Am I missing something? When I start having those questions for God, that's Mm. when I'm just like, things are not going right. Mm. But when things are okay, I'm like, keep doing what you're doing up there. Hey, big guy. (laughs) You know the ones. (laughs) But um, yeah, that's when I feel like, that's my number one sign. The minute that I wake up and I feel like I have to question God, like what's going on? Mm. Yeah. How about you guys? Um, I'm extremely quiet. Okay. What? Extremely quiet. Yeah. Bro, you're quiet you every mean? day. What, what do you mean? mean? I was on the phone to her yesterday for five hours. Three of those hours, we did not say a word. Yeah, but that's you guys. Like, you guys do that. That's what though. I'm saying. So for me, how I'm, will I know as okay, your friend? I'm, I'm not, okay, so I know it sounds wrong, but I'm naturally a quiet person. You know this. Exactly. I know, but it's a different kind of quiet. Like... <laughs> Are you naturally a quiet person? Yes. yes. I've never experienced that. Oh, you, need to pe- you need to talk to her every day. Like, be with her. I don't. She'll just, she'll just not say nothing for time. Like, when was it that we what went you, What do you mean? What, when you're on the phone? Even in your presence. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, okay. I, when, I, when I moved out of my house, I stayed at Grace's house for two weeks before I moved into my house. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, like, bro, I can only say we spoke like three days since I was, since I was at her house. But you know what it is People don't realise That I'm actually quiet Until they get to know me And then They get There's the phase of Is there a problem Nah What is wrong with her Oh she's just like She's this. mad Like yeah, but- okay I'll give you an example Yeah When we went to the gym mm-hmm. I was quiet Um, But I I don't I see I was in kind of like Client gym mode Yeah because, <laughs> So you're like If you like talking Yeah like, No talk. but you know what yeah. I like clients Where they they're talk. quiet And they just do What I've asked them to do mm. So I didn't Yeah do But you know that, what I mean So I could be like that In a social setting Okay Yeah it's a bit mad <laughs> Do you know what I mean <laughs> What you mean yeah. For me in my head I'm just thinking All different things And then I'm thinking like I just I don't have anything So what are your Telltale signs You're quiet <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of this Okay So I'm extremely quiet Extremely quiet To the point that I won't call I won't do the normal things I do Like if we have a group chat You'll notice I'm not really Messaging in the group chat I'm mm. not really Cracking jokes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then The last one is I'm emotional Extremely emotional mm. Or my room is, or, mm, My house is not as clean As it normally is That's okay. when you will know Okay Yeah, yeah. Something's wrong. That's true, actually. Yeah. The, the cleanliness think, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think for you. My, my, I don't play when it comes to the hygiene thing. So, like, my house being clean. So, if you see... It, the funniest thing is, though, my house will stay clean. But mm-hmm. you see my room, you'll just see things random. Just like, randomly. Yeah, yeah. That's when I know, like, okay, something's up. Yeah. Well, to end that subject, we just urge everyone to always <laughs> find somebody to talk to. Yeah. But why do... <laughs> Let's move on to the dilemma. <laughs> no, should we wanted to do? Do you know how many moments of silence we've had on this episode? I just like, mm. <laughs> fast forward a bit. Okay, they're talking again. <laughs> That's literally gonna be them. You know, it's just an emotion. Oh, you see, 2020 has that year. It was a very something year. Is that not the year that they said that the world would come to the end? Yeah. First of all, coming to the end. No? Coming to an end. Coming to uh, the uh, end. Coming to the end. Is that not the year? 
Is that not the year? That Fam, it's been that every year. No, if you, watch YouTube, if you watch YouTube, it's every year. There's one what thing that's happening. It, that it was year two thousand first, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, 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 millennium. God's not ready. To Listen, come. the way I prayed that if I said <laughs> today, today I'll go to heaven. Like if this world ends now, that you see that millennium going into from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand. <gasps> Listen, did you I really see the world? And I was like ten years old. <laughs> Because I'm thinking, I did not think about the world ending at all. I was thinking, is my mom going to find that bill? <laughs> like, that's what was on my mind. 2020, Listen. I just wanted to go to the Millennial Dome. That's all I What, wanted. in 2000? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you guys do, like, guides and brownies and stuff? I did brownies. I did guides. That was quite cool. What it just reminded me because I went to the Millennium Dome with guides. Okay. Yeah, yeah I did. I did those. I w- Would you let your kids do this? Oh, love it. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Not, not in this day and age, unfortunately. Why? I don't know whose door you're knocking on. Sorry. Knocking on? I think going knocking brownies. on. Brownies. Oh, I didn't. I didn't grow up. I don't think they do stuff like that anymore. Like, nah. And you go with an adult anyway. You don't go Oh, do yourself. you? Yeah. Okay. I, well, because of the way life is now, isn't it? You That's can't. what I'm saying. I wouldn't leave my daughter to knock on anyone's door. Nah. I don't do the, that stuff. I don't know. Okay, well, like I was saying, to end that subject, um, we urge everyone to always have someone to talk to. Um, don't ever think you're going through something alone. And if you are a Christian or you're Muslim or Jew or whatever, number one, your God is the person who is there for you no matter what. And I feel like even though like a lot of religions have like routines and protocols, yeah, so. protocols, but no, ma- your silent cries and your silent um, prayers are always heard by your God ultimately. But um, in like society in our day and age, I urge you to talk to someone. Like Grace said, it doesn't have to be a parent. It doesn't have to be a family member. It can literally be anyone that you feel is willing to listen. And um, therapy, I know not everybody can afford it. But, but there's NHS, a lot of... Do, NHS, yeah, offer, NHS do NHS it. do a free and, one. Yeah. And the waiting list... Mad. It's not... It's mad if you're in a mad kind of situation. They'll have it's that. mad, but I think it's about three months. Is that mad? Wow, that is mad. Yeah, it's about three months. But yeah, then if that's the case, then literally call anyone. That like it's literally talk to someone on the train if they want to listen. If they want to listen, obviously. But li- literally, mm. there is definitely somebody who has an ear to listen. My prayer for everyone that's feeling some sort of lowness is that. You find your own version of the light mm. in whatever it may be. It could be through talking to someone. It could be through music, writing, poetry, driving, walking, whatever it is. I pray you find what is light for you. And um, sometimes I keep talking about this being still thing. Just be being still sometimes helps mm. because sometimes we're just so busy with trying to make the material Things of life, which is like electricity, mm-hmm. water, light, food. Those are material things. But when the soul is dark, all those things don't matter. Mm-hmm. So I just pray that everybody finds their form of light or their form, that shelf that they can take that burden <coughs> and place it on. I pray you guys find whatever that is. Do you know what? I pray that because sometimes I feel like it's really hard to talk sometimes. Mm. I pray that everybody has a person that notices. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes... You don't want to talk about it. Or sometimes mm. you don't even know what you're going through to even express what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. But I pray that everybody just has that one person that notices mm-hmm. the change in you. Yeah. So there's someone, yeah, that I feel that is going through something. Mm-hmm. But the relationship we have is very 
it's very weird. Mm. And I feel like I've told their family, mm. I've expressed to them their con- my concerns, but because of the way that person functions, no one's taking it seriously. And I, I want to, like, do something, but at the same time, it's not really, I don't know how to work, it's how. Mm. How would you facilitate that? I think you guys can kind of figure out. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah. How would you even? You don't know. <laughs> not a damn <laughs> clue. Don't leave oh, me out. Please. I'm there, like Danny. <laughs> you ain't told me this. I have, it's I not have. my business. I have. You I have. She definitely has. I have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, but yeah, that that's another. Like, how how would we advise someone who has sensed it that okay. This person is going through something. How do I reach out to them? Because we're also, you know, the, your prayer is, I hope someone notices it. Mm. Okay. Imagine you're the person that's noticed it. Mm-hmm. What approach are you meant to take? Um, Why don't you just ask them? I was going to say, depending on the... It's, sometimes de- it's hard. It's Some people hard. are in denial. It's very, it's very hard. Yeah. People are always in denial at first. Because after it'll be like, this person is clocked. I'm just, this is who I'm going to tell after. I, I could be like, so. no, wait, you fucked. It depends who it, it is. No, it depends. Yeah, I, say, it I feel does, like it does in your depend. situation, it's really, it's really, mm. it's a tricky one. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to you. <laughs> what what the hell? Messages. What should I have sent it to you? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a tricky what one. What do you mean? Who's the person? <laughs> it's a tricky one, but, okay, let me put myself in your yeah, shoes. yeah. If I was you, I'd have to take one, my personal feelings out of it. Mm. That's the first thing I have to do. Okay. I hate this girl. I'm so dumb. That is number one. You have to remove (laughs) my advice is personal. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Wait, listen. So you see, what's your advice? What's your advice? Leave the person alone. <laughs> God forgive. God forgive me, but like Max is saying, it's tricky. Go on. <laughs> this is not funny. Yeah, it's actually not funny. But okay, now you're just a mad girl. Maxi, go on. <laughs> yeah, if it was me, I'd have one. I'd have to take my personal feelings mm-hmm. out of it. Um. And maybe I have to go to somebody to come with me. Somebody that I know that they trust or something like, no, something like that. No, but do you know what? It's, I know you might not want to do it because it's so mad and it's natural to not want to do it. But if you want to help, these are, you have to sacrifice. Like, do you know what I mean? You have to take yourself out of the situation and just be like, I'm helping somebody that needs it. Before I knew who the person was, I was going to say, for some people, it's as easy as um, opening that door. It could be like sending a meme to them, mm. making them laugh on Instagram or something that will mm. open the door to make them feel a little bit more vulnerable mm. towards you. With that person, <coughs> I think what Max said is the thing. However, that would not be the one to go. Don't be us. <laughs> You're so dumb. I, I won't be the one to support you. <laughs> I won't go with you, Maxine. No, it can't be you. <laughs> it definitely can't, boy. Tell you that for free. But someone they trust. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be, and you know what? It's gonna be very, very, very hard. 
on but him, on, on for you, if you like, if you want to be the person to actually do it, it's going to be what? very hard for you. What would be hard for her? Yeah, is you got to actually pray to God for the spirit of perseverance because you That's can start and say. stop. That's what I was going to say. Mm. It's I feel like it's going to be a something where you're going to have to knock the barrier. Like, yeah, you're you know, going to kind of bulldoze. You can't be. You can't have that first time. You can't have that. Oh, fuck it! I'm just going to leave there. You're not going to get. If you're going to do it, do it. Yeah, you have to make it, make up in your mind that this is <laughs> after that road trip yesterday. I'm just thinking I don't want to confuse things because that's another yeah, but th- yeah, but <clears throat> that's another thing though. We'll talk about it after. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know where I'm going. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, all right. <laughs> On that note, we have uh, somebody that gave us that gave us. Uh... Tracy Reed, I'm not reading, please. Uh-huh. Why does it feel like pick up this? Send it to me. Send no, it's fine. Me. I can read it. Don't read all of it. Let's just go through it as in... I think the bullet topic. point... No, okay. You might read it... Because I think there's things okay, in the actual paragraphs as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this person said, thank you so much for um, sending your topic, should I say? Mm-hmm. Topic ideas through. Um, but this one is about expectations. So, dear MILF and honey ladies, love, love, love your podcast. I pray God bless you ladies and grant you your every, every desires. Amen. Love your honesty and rawness of your experiences. It makes me feel like I'm not alone in my experience with relationships and life. <clears throat> I'm yet to get married. I would love a podcast episode or segment on the expectations of marriage from engagement to marriage. Expectations from family, how to deal with potential overstepping in laws to be, what caused breakdown in marriage, advice on how to overcome it, what to look for in a mate and red flags. I know you covered this a bit in some of your podcast episodes, but I would like one episode dedicated to engagement to marriage and the realistic expectations of marriage hardship that women and men may encounter. Why do some wait for a failed marriage to occur before advice starts coming out? Why can't people share, obviously not in detail, but enough to make an individual know what to expect also? I believe when you share experiences, you become more aware and able to see this is normal and -and so-and-so experienced this and I'm able to deal with it rather than, wow, they look so loved up. Why is mine not like that? So first one is... The first point point is expectations from family and how to deal with potential overstepping in-laws to be. Um, I'm going to let you all married. (laughs) Expectations from family, my family or their family? Both. Or to, uh, honestly speaking, I didn't know what their expectations were. They never said to me what these really? are my expectations. So you guys never had family meeting? Mm-mm. Okay, Mm-mm. okay. No, we didn't Sorry. have family meeting. <laughs> no, we didn't either, I no, guess. No, no, I don't. I, I think don't remember the only time meetings. there was expectations conversation was between me and my ex. It wasn't uh, with the, the family. families. Okay. But okay. I, I would say what a, a good conversation to have as a couple is what your expectations are from your families in a sense of some <laughs> some some people don't want family in the house too often mm-hmm. yeah and then you have do you get what i'm trying to go mm-hmm. at like so what kind of dynamics you expect when it comes to maintaining the relationships of your family so for example i could be someone that my mom comes over all the time we have to you have to have those uncomfortable conversations that i can't lie I don't really want your mum coming to our house. Mm-hmm. And I hope day. you don't either when married. 
I didn't say I did. I'm no, not you. Oh. I'm saying the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I'm hoping that the guy, yeah, like, no one wants their mum uh, over like that yeah. because we're now a Even married women, couple. I feel like the issue is more women than the guy. I think it's the Do women that like their mums. Oh. Only after birth, I mm-hmm. think. Okay. Yeah. But I think that's one thing I would say that it's very important to actually have these conversations before you guys decide to get married. Down to the T of, even if you want to talk about like when the child comes, what are the expectations? Like, do you want the family involved or you don't want the family involved? But also be ready to compromise. You can't, you're not going to get everything your way. You're going to have to choose which things you're willing to give and take. Mm-hmm. That thing you're eating won't give you tea. What's an overstepping in law that decides, that doesn't ask? <coughs> sorry. Yeah, what's an overstepping in law? No, sorry. <laughs> Go on. I don't know. I've, honestly speaking, I've never experienced an overstepping in law, so I don't actually know Me what too. an overstepping in law is. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, But if I was to take a stab in the dark, I would say an overste- overstepping in law would be somebody. Who wants to know your business all the time? Mm, um, that's a good one. I didn't think about it like that. Okay. No, this is not shade. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, because you know, there's some people that that ask out of concern, and there are people that ask because just, they're just to say something. To be, yeah, they just want to know something. Um, I'd also say it's overstepping in law. I know this might seem a bit mad, but you know the mums that always give you food. So the mums that give food to their son that he should eat it, like here's food for you to eat when you get home. Do you yeah, know that? yeah. Okay. Like that is you know. I never you, thought of that. Are you? But it is. Are, are, you, are you saying it? I can't take care of yeah. your son? Yeah. I like. Do you know what I mean? It it, it implies. But how much she gives it to both of you? We're well, not hungry. To me, it still implies something because I didn't ask you for it. Yeah, but how about she's like she's cooked a big meal in the house. Like let's say for example, you guys have gone to visit her. Yeah. And she's cooked for you so, and there's some left. If you've gone that's to visit, different. that's fine. Okay, okay. That's okay. fine. Okay. That's that's but not like, fine. oh, come and get food that I cooked for you. Or like, you just call always, her son to say, yeah, come and get food that I cooked. Like mm. especially, do you know what? What for me, the loving mother-in-law, especially like from different tribes, mm-hmm. you call me to say, Oh, let me teach you how to make this. I love that. Mm. I love that. Like if my mother-in-law was teaching me how to make like Europa dishes and stuff, oh mm. me, I'll be in the kitchen all the time. But for you to now kind of impose yourself mm. is different. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think the way to manage that though, that will be it will be the child's job to do so. So like the son or the son or the daughter. Or the daughter, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. To manage. And I think one thing I'd advise anyone getting married is do not put your partner in an awkward position. You always have to manage your family your wife or your husband shouldn't feel like they have to do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's a, that's, that's, that's one thing I think that's a reoccurring issue is that your wife or your husband may feel a certain way and you don't handle that situation. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where it's your family, there's nothing you can ever say that will make them angry. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Well, as long as you're not disrespecting them, obviously. But if you were to say something and you said it exactly the same as your wife for example it would have been a problem Mm -hmm. you know so I feel like as a married couple you have to fight your wife's battles Mm -hmm. with your family yeah as a or the wife has to fight her husband's battles with her family Mm -hmm. you should never ever put your partner in a position where she has to fight your family herself I agree do you know what I mean or have to channel any issues it's not overstepping so obviously you guys know I was um, engaged for three days I was just saying, I was engaged for three days, but prior to that, obviously, I was in a relationship with him. Mm. Um, but that's the first time you admit that. But yeah. Uh, anyways, but one thing that I would consider overstepping, mm. and it's my mom. She ha- she kept calling him, 
Mm. And I didn't How like often? that. All the time, like she'll call him oh, to ask your about me. Was, oh, okay. Mm. But I hated it. You know you're the Rottweiler, so maybe she was scared to call no, you. No, but even was she just, building relationship. There's see, ways the you can build it. There's a borderline. Obviously, I don't know her intentions behind it, but and obviously maybe because I was pregnant as well. But it really annoyed me because my mom would be like calling him to say, "Oh, like how's your mm-hmm. how's your wife?" Like obviously asking mm-hmm. for me, and and I'm like, "Mom, like call my phone." Mm-hmm. Like I get. I, I, do you get I, what I mean? Like I get I'm not, that. I'm understand that obviously she's doing it to put that bond there. Like yeah. he's your man. I respect him, but at the same time, I'm like, "You're doing too much of Asabi." Like, bro, call my phone. Like, yeah, call my phone. I get that. It annoys but me so much. At the same time, I can see the other side in that building relationship yeah. as well. So, but I, I do definitely. I, I'm see that so part. sorry that we're talking about this, but I have to talk about this. I should have put it on my phone. But Endubs have decided that they're bringing out a new single and they're doing a tour. Okay. Are we in an Endubs fan? No, I am, but it's not that deep. No, but do you know how many times they've denied that they're not doing anything? So my sister just said, okay, I was going to say, why you look like you're about to cry again? Like, what, no, what happened? No, where, where I was been crying, my eyes are still Okay, because really it's glisten. No, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's a new glisten. That's oh, what no, no, no. Like. It's okay, still okay. what's there okay, that okay, I've been. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 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 no, this, you know what? Well, the, gl- the eyes were glistening. Okay, now. don't worry. I'll call my sister. My sister will be like, so, No, no, no. I heard the end dubs are going on tour. Yeah, I'm going to go. I know. Are you going to come with me? No. What? Don't, come on, man. It's just been living your childhood. You didn't come with me to kiss Daniel. So. I didn't buy my ticket. That's what it was. On time. I would have. Wait. Come on. Are you going to come? <laughs> so you're not going to come? No. So who am I meant to go with? Your sister. Hello. No, 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 no. So, so, did you have five no. All right then. I have to wait. Are you Sorry. You know, let's go back. In laws. Overstepping boundaries. <laughs> but yeah, that's one thing my mom definitely did that annoyed me. Okay. So I know that in my next relationship, I actually don't want my mom and my partner to even talk like that. Really? <laughs> and then do you know what? I think what, what it did is obviously. He's obviously gonna sugar to, like sugar my mom. My mom mm-hmm. thinks he's such a great person. So when I now spoke about things to my mom about mm-hmm. how I felt, she would now call him and be like, "Oh, like Tracy said this, like blah blah blah. What's yours? I hate, I hate stuff like that. And I know it's mediating, but I just feel like there's a part, there's a point where you're not both of our parents. You're my, you're my nah. mom. No. Oh. You're not married. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you get what I mean? Like we're not, not married, married yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're my mom. So you still need to play that role as like my being, but like being my on my side sort of thing. But yeah. So. But at the same time, I don't care if you're if you're leading up to marriage. There wouldn't <laughs> Whatever be any sides. There wouldn't be because it seems as I always like sing my father-in-law's praises. He's like the most. Like he sees me as his daughter. Like if I've called him, especially because he's a Nigerian, Nigerian man, he's just like I've taken you from your own family, so you're like you're my daughter you're ours, now. Yeah, yeah. It's so because he's a Nigerian family, he's just maybe, a good one. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but um, that's true. Like <laughs> my father-in-law is just—he's like the best. Like genuinely, from like he's there's nothing I can say that is that is overstepped or is even me that's calling him that is overstepping, but. <laughs> Nah, seriously, like I have some of the best. Listen, you see, when my brothers get married, yeah, actually, one of them is already married. I'm gonna you see if I'm your sister in law, you're calm, like it's lit. It's lit. That's how baby. I feel like when when my kids get married, 
their wives are going to enjoy because I'm never going to overstep. Mm. I would always give them the space to come to me. Mm. I would never, I'm going to be that kind of mother-in-law that I'm, I'll ask permission. There's nothing, because I see it as there's nothing wrong with me asking. Yeah. I wouldn't just do, I will always ask. And I'm always going to raise my sons to, listen, I'm your mother. The same way I've always said that I love you, but you're not my priority. The same way I shouldn't be your priority when you decide to get married. Yeah. Mm. I'm your mother. Come rain, come sun, whatever goes on in your life, I'm not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So the things that you have control of and you have to manage, put that first. Yeah. Well, am I going to overstep? Yeah, you are. I'm not going to overstep. So I don't you. think I will, you know. If you have a son, yeah, you would. If you have a daughter. If, you have, if I have uh, a son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I have a My son, accident. will I overstep to his wife? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 you are. Do you know what? Yeah. She's got a lot of work, though. So <laughs> she's got to button me up. You see, see what I mean? Because no, no, ain't nobody no. good enough for my son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say, I ain't got a son. No, I but for my daughter, I definitely won't. No, you won't. She I won't mean, with my daughter, She'll cuss me out anyway. Yeah. She'll be like, I can't what wait for my doing? little brothers to get married. Like, mm. I just want to be a big sister. Like, obviously, I'm his big sister, but I want a, I want a little sister. Mm. So I feel like she'll definitely, like, she'll be my little sister. Mm. And I'll just be like, you want tickets? Like, where are we going? What, like, I'm picking something up. What do you want? No, like, no, no. I just love that. No, it's genuinely. She'll love me, 100%. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> what was the next? Um... Um, so that was overstepping in-laws and stuff like that. Oh, so have we concluded how to handle it? They were asking how do you Expectations. Handle well, they expect it. So the expectations are you should expect, you should communicate with your partner if you feel any type of way when it comes to your, your, fam- your family-in-law? How do you say it? Your in-laws. Your in-laws. in-laws. Sorry, your in-laws. You have to be comfortable with having uncomfortable conversations because that is what creates the solid foundation of the relationship. When you start not speaking up or speaking on things that are genuinely offending you or making you feel a certain way, it's down the line, you're going to argue with him over rice. But bear in mind family dynamics though. Yeah. Because my family, when we're together, where you think that we talk every day and we don't. Mm. But like... There are some families where that's what they do. So you have to read the room and be like, they're not offending you. You're going into it. Because for me, I'd like to kind of adjust when I go into a family, Mm -hmm. see what they're like, see Mm -hmm. how they like to do things. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of, you know, accordingly. Yeah, but she said overstepping. That's different from Mm, understanding family dynamics. So it's something that's affecting her directly. Yeah, but overstepping is a personal thing because what you might think is overstepping, I might not. And that's why I said said it's a conversation conversation she has to have or he has to have with his partner. Mm, True. That way he will be able to say, look, don't be upset. That's how my mum is. My mum okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You are always going to be, you have to make sure you are the mediator between both sides, your partner and your and your parents. Mm-hmm. That's the best way. Okay. Yeah. Until until they feel, until, until yeah, yeah, your partner feels comfortable, comfortable to have their and has own an relationship. understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay. Um, what causes a breakdown in marriage and advice to... Overcome many it. things. Many, 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 like many, the key many one. Things. The key. What are the key ones? Finances, sex, um, communication. Yeah, those are the obvious ones. Cleanliness actually causes problems in a marriage. Like the house not being clean. I think cleanliness causes a big issue. I know a few people that have had issues in their marriage and they've complained that the house is not clean. Okay, so I, I think one like, of the expectations. Um, in which broke down 
my relationship. What your three days? My three day engagement was um, managing expectations. Mm-hmm. I think when you're going through the lovey dovey stage, mm-hmm. a lot of people say a lot of empty promises mm-hmm. on both sides. Like I'll be like, I'll cook for you, baby. I'll make your favorite dish. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like a lot of it. Um, we we now raise the bar for ourselves mm-hmm. a lot, and when you don't fulfill it, it. It's not intentional because I can't sit here and say the father of my child didn't plan to do all of those things. Mm-hmm. But it was when it was communicating the 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 mishaps to me, like when things don't go according to plan, it's the communication. Mm-hmm. But it's like that bar that he's raised so high, I expected it mm-hmm. and it didn't come. So it's like now automatically it's like your disappointment. Mm-hmm. So and that made me now start to dislike <clears throat> him a lot more. And I feel like... um. I think that definitely breaks down that lack of communication. And I feel like men fear to communicate when they're going through bad things mm-hmm. in their life um, mm-hmm. to you as to why they can't do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I always advocate for premarital counselling. Mm. Because, yeah, a lot of things get discussed. A lot of things get hashed out. You both have separate homework. Mm. Prioritise these, these, these. You come back and you see that your priorities are very different. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's fine. Like, Is it fine to have different priorities? It's fine yeah. to have different priorities. You talk through it. You'll be like, okay, why is this a priority to you? Mm-hmm. And then I'll talk about why it's a priority to me. Uh-huh. And then we try and, do you know what I mean? I That's take into mad, consideration yeah. your priorities. I've never had that with anyone. Yeah. Like, I've never had the, the like, for example, talking about what we genuinely want. It's just that conversation. It's like, yeah, I want to get married. Yeah, I want to yeah. get married. I want to have two babies. Yeah, I want to have three. Like, yeah. But not, like, in depth of what actually comes first. Like, yeah, no, what do you want to do first? Yes. Never. Like, yeah. So, uh, but mine was, mine was done in... Did we do it in both churches? Yeah, we did it in both churches. Mm. I'm a Christian. I'd rather do it in a church setting than do it outside externally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's really where I kind of learned what the expectations mm-hmm. that my husband had from... Obviously, we were brought up in very different households. But how about if you couldn't fulfill them? Or did you think you were going to work towards fulfilling them? No, it was, well, let's discuss these expectations and let's see which ones are realistic and which ones are not. Why do you have this expectation? Is it because your mum was this? You have to realise she's not your mum. Like, it's just a lot of things mm. that you have to discuss and just take people for who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like that's why I said premarital counselling. I really, 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 like, advise people to do that beforehand. It's like, if you do it after, not that it's too late, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of things that you could have, you discuss beforehand and you're on the same page before mm-hmm. you're getting into it. So, um, yeah, that was that's a good way to manage expectations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, what was the question? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, how do what, you, how, what, how, what breaks down a marriage and how do you overcome it? Um, see, there's no list of what breaks down mm-hmm. a marriage. It's more of whatever it is that you feel is break that breaking down your marriage or whatever you've got set up. How do you just resolve it? And it's cliche of communication, but I do think it's always good to have. Everyone should have. I call it champions, but everyone should have a champion. But you both have to agree who the champions are. So champions are basically two people that you feel you can you give each other the right to go to when there's an oh, issue. Yeah, we've got, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you guys have champions? Okay, yeah. So like, and it can't be a family, it can't be like your mom and dad, but it can be anyone else of your choice. So long as both parties are happy with you 
Did you have your chosen person? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, okay. It didn't work. But um, I think... <laughs> Sorry. So it just needs to be shady. Well, um, it didn't work as in after a while, your ex-partner didn't want that champion? Yeah. Or he didn't want He any. didn't respect. Oh, he, didn't he didn't respect, respect the, the concept the of it. Concepts, okay. Yeah. So I would say that it's very important to have those people that... And it should be people that kind of reflect what you want. But Obviously, you shouldn't desire what other people have. Yeah. Can I just ask another question, sorry? If your husband genuinely doesn't want people in your business and doesn't yeah. want a champion, yeah. is that that's a red flag? Yeah. That's what that, she said. That's demonic. It, now, <laughs> that I, now that I look okay, at when it, when I break it down for you, you'll see why it's demonic. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! We, are you? Don't be like Grace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing it with such a. <laughs> it is demonic. Anyway. <laughs> As you, <laughs> the reason why oh, I can't say what I want to say because it will be like I'm adding. Yeah, you know what? It is very. Oh, you know what? I really wish. Not that I want to be my ex anymore, but I really wish I was now when we got married because mm. there would just be certain things I will not even allow. Where I was so obsessed and in love with him, I would just agree to anything just to like, not to shut him up, but just to make him happy. Mm-hmm. You cannot go into something you have no knowledge of without any support. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It, does, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We're going into a marriage. We have no knowledge or experience. Why would you not want other people who can correct us when we are wrong? Mm. Do, do, do you know why? Because uh, it's demonic. Okay, oh. Maxie, break it down. <laughs> no, okay. Let me, just, let me just create a scenario for you, yeah? So you guys, you've had an argument or whatever. Okay. And maybe he's done something wrong. She's done, whatever it is. Uh-huh. And however he's choosing to deal with it is how he's choosing to deal with it. Yeah. And it may be, let's just say he's not talking to you, whatever. And you want to talk to him. He's refusing to talk to you. You're suffering. For him, he's living his life or... <laughs> you're, no, but you're suffering You know Max is really upset when she does the African accent <laughs> you're, no, but you're suffering And he's not giving you any form of outlet mm-hmm. He's telling you No we have to resolve it But yet he doesn't want to resolve it mm. I'm sorry that's madness to me It's like you're actually eating at my It's, it's almost like a prison in your mind Yeah, but ha- No but I'm just saying like And, it's, and fellowship is of God <laughs> And that is a form of fellowship. Like, you have to be able to, because it's just like, God puts people in your life mm-hmm. for things like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Do you know what I mean? That's like, it's just, it's godly. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anything, if a man says, I don't want you to talk to anybody about our business, that's mad to me. Like I'm not, and I'm not even referring to your friends or whatever. But where you Anybody, guys, are, yeah, that's yeah, what I said, but a where you guys, that you both people that you both respect and, respect. and whatever. I'm sorry, but there's nothing wrong with that because yeah. they they have more wisdom than we have, and mm. you'll be so surprised how it just it burns, it, it kills the fire so quickly, especially when you do it quickly. And most You're times, because they're wrong. True. Do you feel like? You didn't The champion thing Didn't work It's because you And your husband Were both pretending A lot was okay So I was the one Pretending that was Oh okay, was okay. okay He didn't care Okay, okay. Kind of thing like mm. I don't want to do this I don't want to do it That's Okay it. yeah It's, yeah. it's not an issue But yeah. I'm thinking What you're doing to me Is affecting me I'm mm-hmm. feeling this I'm feeling that And because I was so young In the marriage And I was non, None the wiser I hadn't found myself I didn't know a lot of things I just thought 
I guess I just have to accept it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know how we're talking in the femininity episode of like choosing your battles and mm-hmm. everything, or you can still say what you want without causing an issue. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't say anything mm-hmm. because I just be like, oh, I don't want him to be angry, and I don't want him. I don't like if this is what he's saying, then I guess he's right and I'm wrong. But if we had the champion and we actually went on with it, we may have still been married now. And that's mm. what leads sometimes to a mental health breakdown. Yeah. Because you just feel trapped. Yeah. Imagine you're in a house, right? And there is serious babalan tension in the house. And like, imagine, okay, so imagine you're in a house where there's fire and there's no windows open. There's no nothing. That fire, doors are locked and you're just consuming that fire. And all you need. And he's got the extinguisher, but he wants to do it when he's ready. Yeah. And there's windows, forget even the extinguisher. There's even windows that can let some air come in. Try and dump it, or there's what is it called? Rain the sprinklers, sprinklers to try and help you suppress it. But even and they like, don't want to, and they want to squeeze it with. The- <laughs> but even you, you know, know what? In, in this in these situations, in these situations, I'm not even just talking about women. Mm. Like I feel the raise in men in men's mental health has actually made a lot more men in marriage marriages talk as well. Yeah, mm. my husband he talks to his brothers and he talks to his dad, mm. so he's got that outlet. But before. He was just like you, like if you want to talk to somebody, you could talk to somebody. I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. handle it. I'm gonna handle it. I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. And he would just like, just do you know what I mean? He wouldn't okay. really. So, but that's that also leads to men breaking mm-hmm. down as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always good just to have somebody like I don't even to be to be honest, I don't actually care who you talk to mm-hmm. as long as I don't need to know who the person is or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you trust them enough to tell your business to, mm-hmm. to tell our business to, then cool. I trust that you're gonna pick a good person, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, it was I, mad just, I just feel like you need that. When I was married, who I would deem the closest thing to a champion was his dad. Mm. And for me, it was perfect because I wouldn't choose my mom because she loves me too much that she can have, she could be one-sided mm-hmm. and it, and she'll get emotional. Whereas for some reason, his dad, he was just amazing. Like he was so logical in his thinking that whatever he advised us wasn't to be- favor anyone, but to just favor us. Mm-hmm. But where it was his dad, he didn't get the same feeling about it. He got okay, annoyed. Yeah, yeah. 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 How I would my familiarity. Yeah. 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 And that's why I said that it shouldn't be a family member. Yeah. It has to be someone that is just neutral because to him, he's just thinking, who are you to talk, whatever he's thinking. But for me, I'm thinking, this is, Heaven sent. Mm. Do you get what I mean? That's why I say you shouldn't be a family member. What's the next one? Um, what to look for in a mate? In a mate as a friend? No. As... Yeah, you'll soon. What's it then? Do we not close at eight? Yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> but we can still. What time do we need to? Eight. What's? Oh, okay. Uh, but so that's fine. Do... That's fine. We could do like ten minutes. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, so what to look in a mate? What to look for in a mate? Um, That's very different for everybody. It's very different for everyone. But what yeah. what I'll say is look for someone who compliments who you genuinely are. I've I've been saying it a lot this week. Don't let social media confuse you as to what you need in a relationship. You need to sit down within yourself and think of what is important to you, what works for you, and seek that. In when you're in that relationship So for example If For someone like me I need peace I need to feel Happy And I need to feel like I don't overthink <laughs> That's a lie I'm always gonna overthink But If I'm if, if if those are the things That I need I need to make sure Whoever I'm with Complements that 
Do you understand? Like, yeah, I want, you know, six foot this, da 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 da. But what if every time you meet that person, that's not what you're getting? You have to, do you understand? So you can't say what to look for in a mate. You need to write what your non-negotiables are, the ones that are really important that you actually can't live with and use that as your guideline, but still leave a bit of like, what's it called? Leeway Mm -hmm. for some of these things that you want are going to come in a, maybe in the shape or form that you don't expect. Don't think there's a way to say what you should look for. Yeah, I don't think you can really say what to look for. Obviously, you have your red flags, non-negotiables, yeah. but again, that is personalised to you. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Um, yeah, it's hard to say one. what to look for in a mate. Because what, what day, you even think you want and need it may, may not be what you want and need. And only God actually knows yeah. what you need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel it, like, and it changes through phases yeah, of life yeah, as well. It does. So. I, I can't, I, I genuinely cannot answer that, answer that question. I think, again, you know your heart desires, write it down and pray it to God. And literally, if that's what's for you, God will let make it happen. Um, I think one thing though that I've realized about myself in terms of like dating or whatever, I've actually realized that um, I don't know how to say this in a good. I don't know how to say this, but I know someone's not for me. Like I've really realized that I know someone's not for me if I have to lie about something. What to them or about them? To them. Oh. About myself, okay, okay. Like I don't, I can't be hundred percent myself. Be yourself. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I get you. Okay, yeah. Because I have, like, when I think about it, like a couple of the last people that I've been talking to, there's something that I haven't told them about myself, or I've lied, or I've overlooked it, or I've brushed it mm. under the carpet, and I feel like, okay, you're clearly not for me because you I can't made me feel the tell you, to tell, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. This is what's happening. Do you happening. think that's their fault? That's no, 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 no. Not their fault. But I'm just saying, I've realized that about myself in terms mm. of. What you to, how I can tell that I'm not this is not the person that I want to be with. Okay. Are you the type of person that tells everything from the back off I'm like not from but the jump? I'm not I'm not the kind of person that will say everything from the beginning, but I'm the kind of person that like I am who I am, sort of thing. Okay, okay. And like even if it's down to it can be anything, like even if I have to lie about what I do, mm-hmm. I'm just like you shouldn't have I'm not yeah. I'm not yeah. being yeah, serious. Whereas if it's like I tell you, oh, this is what I do, blah, blah, blah. And I want to really move up to this. That mm-hmm. means I'm being honest with you. I'm telling mm-hmm. you a little bit about myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like p- men do it as well to women. Mm-hmm. They caps because they don't think they're going to be that serious with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always say, if I find that guy's lying to me about something that's a bit mad, I, I, that, that, that for me tells me that you didn't think he was going to be with me, so I'll never find out. Yeah. Mad as in petty or mad as in it's just mad and I'm going to find out, so why didn't you tell me? Like, say, for example, you had a child and you didn't tell me. Okay. Oh, okay. come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. mad. Okay. That's because yeah. you don't think... Yeah, well, gonna, not, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 1,000%. For me, that's... Okay. What, was, what else was there? Um, and then she said... Um, nothing She just wanted us To basically Make sure that um, She just wanted us To share What fails on marriage And stuff Before she even Gets to that point That it's good to Not advise while they So the f- What can fail on marriage Is you not even Finding yourself That's already You're building something On I don't potential. know Because for me I feel like no, you well, can't, wait, okay, wait. Yeah. Potential failure In a sense of Put yourself First and the rest will come. Do you know what? I agree to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but pe- some people like me mm-hmm. 
I'm not the kind of person who will put myself first. When in I say put yourself, no, not in the relationship though, just in general. Because before you even get into a relationship, make sure you are your good. I think at this at our age anyway. It depends on your age. Like if you're dating when you're younger, you're not thinking about oh, I find myself. Da, 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 da. You're young. Do you mm-hmm. understand? But if you are in your late twenties, early thirties, and you are not married or in a relationship, make sure you are good. Yeah, I would say. I I agree with what you're saying. I think um what I, I was saying it to my friend yesterday that at this age that I'm at, I want to be at peace before mm. I find before I meet mm. my husband. Mm-hmm. And I think definitely be at peace with yourself because I don't want my husband or my future husband to come into my life and fix anything. I want him to add value, mm-hmm. and I don't want him to be a fixer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say, oh, I've got a problem with this. Like you're here, you're my man now. Do fix this. It, yeah. I want him to be like, okay, we're at a we're good. Let's elevate together. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. elevate. Let's mm-hmm. move up. That's so I, I think that's what I want. Like, I think you said compliment. Compliment you. each other. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. want someone that would definitely do that rather than fix something yeah. in my life. So again, yeah, be at peace with yourself. Be at a position where... Be honest with Yeah, you yourself. are okay. Yeah, yeah, be really honest with yourself. Um, It's very easy for us to get so caught up in seeing what everybody's doing and then we start taking bits of what they're doing and trying to... Put it together. Our our own. Don't look at what anyone else is doing. Focus on you. You know yourself bare. Like as in yourself. Yeah, before you think I'm saying Mm. But um, you know yourself and just focus on that. It's so easy to get distracted, but focus on that. And that will tell you what you need in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, some people can be with someone who goes out a lot. I can't. Someone can be with someone that is literally right beside them all the time. I can. I can't. I, need, I can. See, I need to be with someone who likes their own space sometimes. I can't be with someone who can't deal with my silence. It is literally who I, I just like to be quiet sometimes. And that's why I said you need to just focus on yourself and know yourself so you attract what is good for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Don't try and be... One pin-up girl, if you know your nose, don't be looking to wear mini skirts if you know you don't like wearing mini skirts. Like, literally just I think one thing be... we should highlight, though, is who you know yourself to be now. If yeah, you're comfortable yeah, yeah. with that. That's, that yeah. was going to be my oh, really? thing. I was going to say, everybody yeah. changes. I was yeah. going to say, one yeah. thing that makes marriages fail is thinking that you're going to have the same person, person in 10 years. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not. It's, it's not. not. So I mean, they're not gonna, obviously, now, they're not going to be completely different. The foundations will yeah, always yeah, be there. Yeah, the foundations yeah. will be there. But they're but not they're, going to be the same Their person. interests and yeah, like what like, they like to do can change. change. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those, those are And it's fine. Yeah. And it's fine. <laughs> Very it's fine. fine. Literally, I was saying it today. Like, I can change my mind tomorrow mm-hmm. about who, what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. It's like love languages. People's love languages change. Like mine's all of them, so I've given up at that. And point. also compatibility changes. And just because the compatibility changes doesn't mean that you're not right for each other. Yeah. yeah. Because I might, as you said, I might like um R and B music today. You love R and B. Okay, we're compatible in that sense. Yeah. yeah. Next time I might not be into it. I'm so yeah. and be prepared for X. You are going to get the X with who you're with. Yeah. You are. I'm dreading that because I don't know how to act. No, but I've learned. You know what? I don't. I don't get it. I'm like I'm very honest, and I'll be like, if he says, "Do you like this?" I'll say, "No." It's the face. Like I think, no. You know what? what? She does it with such a serious face. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say, no, babe, I don't like it. But if it makes, like, I'm not gonna make a big issue out of it. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to change because I don't expect him to like everything that I do. Like, if oh, babe, you like no, not that's not really my thing. But if you like it, go ahead. 
And I literally just did it. Like, I'm so to a place. Remember I was saying, I was like, I'm just at a place now where, what am I if getting? It, doesn't like, it just doesn't give yeah. me the ick. I just, if I don't like it, it's fine not to like it. Well, you know, but, oh, ooh. I was about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on that note, thank you guys. <laughs> you know, yeah. Thanks for listening, Thanks guys. Thanks, guys, for listening. Live Don't forget shows. live shows. They are flying out fast and quick. That means the same thing. I was fast just going to say. That's what I'm saying. Fast and heavy, is it? I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. They're, they're, it's going. They're going it's going. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're Thanks, enjoying guys. the comments. Thanks, guys. All the shady comments as well. There's a new Kevin. Yeah, we've said oh, it. Yeah, we've seen them. Yeah. We've seen, we've seen, we've seen, we've seen you, new Kevin. But um, thank you guys for listening. We really thank appreciate the comments, the DMs, everything. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yeah. We really appreciate really you. Appreciate it. I am Gracie Bakaray. I'm Maxi J. I'm Omar Toyosi. And thanks for tuning into the Milf and Honey, Honey Podcast. podcast. Bye.